0: ever felt like you're just going through the motions of life but not fully living then you're in the right place welcome to finding your way with Lori and tanya it wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way so now we're sharing what worked for us with you we're so glad you found us We'll bring you real life
1: stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. So, Welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are super excited you are here. If you are a first-time listener, listen, we wholeheartedly believe that you have found us for a reason. And we know that today's show is going to be just for you. And if you are a return listener, we are so grateful for you. And we hope that if there's some nuggets in our shows that you get and that help you, that you will share this with people you love and people you think could utilize um, our messages as well. So, Today we have actually another guest, which we are so excited about, Uh, but I'm going to give it to Lori to introduce.
0: Yes, so we have Jackie Book with us today. Other than just being our super-duper great friend, Jackie is a number one international best-selling author, mindset strategist, and motivational speaker, and through her spiritual gifts, she is also a heart connector and energy shifter. She coaches and educates organizations, business owners, and individuals to reduce overwhelm, cut out negative self-talk, and cultivate heart and soul connections through spiritual, practical, and fun tools. She empowers and inspires people to live an authentically aligned life. Jackie is also a medical miracle. She was diagnosed with broken heart syndrome seven years ago, leaving part of her heart tissue medically dead. Using her own techniques and the guidance of her spiritual guides, she was able to fully heal her heart tissue. So welcome, Jackie. We are so excited you're here with us. We are so excited to have you. And so just
1: a little bit, we've known Jackie, um, we actually met Jackie at a function um, with Jack Canfield Group um, and Patty Aubrey, and we've had such opportunity to spend time with Jackie and really learn from her and absorb her gift of love and kindness. And listen, we love you and we're so happy you're here to share your gifts with everybody. Thank you. I'm
2: so excited to be here.
1: So we would love to hear, you know, I think how we would love to start this is you to just give us part of your story. You know, I think the the broken heart syndrome story, if that's one you're called to speak to, has been just, I think, Huge. And I think that a lot of our listeners really could benefit from understanding that and the power that we have. Um, and then we'd love to hear about your work and then all the things that you do.
2: Thank you so much. I I love both of you. Um, we just for background for me, um, whenever I get on the phone with either of you or both of you, it doesn't matter like where I was feeling before, but my energy is like 100% like higher. I mean, you guys are the real deal. And I'm so impressed with what you're doing and how you're helping. And um, for me personally, you know, I surround myself with a lot of uh, kindred spirits, people who have high energy, people who do good in the world. Um, I think when you do good in the world, um, then that's who you attract, right? And so, but when I, when I started listening to the Positive Vibe Tribe and Um, And when I watch, you know, on the Facebook group, I'm just so surprised by how many people say, this is the only positive feed I have in all of my social media. And that just, it still gives me like God bumps because my whole feed is filled with positive stuff, except those silly ads that I get. But, um, and so that you're just like, you're touching so many people and helping so many people. And I'm just, I'm super, super Proud of you, of what you're doing, of the change and shift you're making in the world. Um, And I'm honored to be here with you. you. Um, So I believe we all have trauma. We all, we're human. We're not going to get out of this human life without trauma. And I believe that when we don't address that trauma and we don't work through it thoroughly, um, it causes dis-ease, D-I-S-E-A-S-E, dis-ease in our body uncomfortableness, and we stuff it. And sometimes we put it in a box and we wrap some rubber bands around it and tie it some strings and it goes into somewhere in our body. And if we're not careful, and if we don't go in there and pull it out and address it and deal with it, whatever, whatever dealing with that looks like for you individually, um, it turns into diseases, cancer, stress, heart attacks. Um, I don't have a medical background, but that's my intuition. So it was the holidays about almost exactly um, seven years ago. And I ended up in the doctor's office because I wasn't feeling well. I couldn't get my breath all night. And at the time I suffered from rheumatoid arthritis. And so I just thought, oh, my lungs are inflamed. I'm catching something. And I said to my husband, will you drive me over to the walk-in clinic? And he looked at me very strangely. He said, you have never in our life asked me to drive you to the doctor. And I go, yeah, I feel like a truck hit me. I don't know what's going on, but I just, I need some some steroids or something, right? So I end up in the doctor and the doctor's looking at me and he's doing some tests. And he's like, I need to do a test if you had a heart attack. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I would know if I had a heart attack. That is so silly. He's like, yeah. I go, okay, fine. Do the test and I'm going home. He's like, yeah, no, mm-mm. you have to wait here. And it took an hour for the test, which was just I was like rolling my thumb, you know, just like, this is so silly. Well, and the next thing I know, there's like 50 people in the room, ambulance drivers, paramedics, and I'm on my way to the doctor and they tell me I have a heart attack. And I'm just like, my arm didn't hurt. I didn't have a lot of pain. I'm like, this just doesn't make any sense. And this angel doctor walks into my, to, into my room um, I later find out people, are, people in the medical field go, how in the world did you get that doctor? And I go, he was my ER doctor. I just, you know, it was, it was a God intervention, right? And he goes, you know, I think you have this really unusual thing. I've only seen one patient with it. And it's called tachosubocardiomyopathy. Took me a long time to say that easily. And it's also called broken heart syndrome. So here's a monitor up on the wall. It's the hugest TV screen you've ever seen. And half my heart was beating and the other half was completely still. It was not beating at all. My blood pressure was like 42 or my my heart, you know, my pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, we, we need to go in and make sure like you don't have something wrong with your heart and then we'll discuss like whatever is next. So I didn't have anything else wrong with my heart. Stress can kill you. I had trauma in my childhood. I had sexual abuse. I had... Um, things that I was just addressing. I, you know, I, three or four things, right? Um, but I thought as a woman, as a strong woman, I've got this. I've got it. I've got everything under control. But what stress does is it sneaks in the back door. And broken heart syndrome can stop your organs one at a time, whichever one happens. Um, A common thing that happens is maybe someone's husband goes in for surgery and they don't make it and the doctor has to come out to tell the wife that the husband didn't make it and she drops dead on the floor. It's the same, it's the same broken heart syndrome. So I'm in my hospital room and I have had guardian angels my whole life. Um, I had never had this particular experience, but all of a sudden I'm at the top of my room with three of the most glorious angels I've ever seen. I've never felt that kind of love before. The love was palpable. It was amazing. I'm like, I can see myself in the bed talking. I can see my husband. There was a few friends in the room. And I'm like, this is great. I'm going to heaven. Okay, let's go. And they're like, yeah, no, we just, we came to talk to you. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And they go, you picked this time in human form. You chose to come back. You have big things to do. And I went, what are you talking about? I'm a mom. You know, I had had a nonprofit, different things, but they're like, no, you have really big things to do. And I'm like, fine, tell me what they are and I'll, and I'll get them done. And I'm out of here because this is amazing. And they're, they just kept laughing at me and going, you are so funny, but we can't tell you, you have to figure it out. And like, really? You came to tell me something that you couldn't tell me. This just seems like counterintuitive. But anyway, so a couple of months later, I have an echocardiogram and the doctor said, you know, from this trauma to your heart, part of your heart tissue is dead. It's like the size of a quarter. And once it's dead, it's dead. There's nothing that we can do about it. But I'm going to put you on a little bit of medicine and, um, you know, we're going to reduce your stress and we're going to figure out, you know, like, so this won't happen again. And I left that doctor's appointment, and in my ear, I heard, that's not true. He's not lying. He just has never seen it before. He doesn't understand what is possible and what we can make possible. So we're going to tell you how to heal your heart tissue, and you're going to figure that out. And so what I did, I do it in the shower because I like to relate some of my practices to a certain thing I do, brushing my teeth, first waking up in the morning, having my first cup of coffee. I think if you put your practices with a thing that you do every day, you're better to, to keep doing it every day. So I bring a healing light from the universe, green, blue light. Um, and I, I, open the top of my head visually, close my eyes. I do it in the shower and I did it this morning and I brought light into my body and I swirl it around starting in my head. If I have a sore throat, you know, I'll, I'll stay there for a little while. Um, I flush it all the way out in the middle of the universe. I continue doing it. And so I spent a lot of time obviously on my heart, putting that light, putting bright white light. Um, I think of angels having bright sparkly light. Um, into my heart and six months later i went and had an echocardiogram and he's gone for a really long time and i'm going is something wrong and he comes in he goes i don't know how to tell you this i go what is something wrong and he goes no he's like we looked at the test a year ago or six months ago and we see where your heart tissue is dead it's the same machine it's the same technician it's the same doctor we looked today none of it's dead Your heart is completely alive and healed. I've never seen it. It's not in any medical journal. I'm like, that's because I healed myself. My angels told me how. And he goes, I go, do you want me to tell you about it? He goes, no, no, I don't want to know about it. And it's not that he's not, I love him. He's a great guy. Um, I just think, you know, if you're a Western medicine doctor, you give pills and you do things. And so I believe in both. I still take one pill a day to keep that You know, thing away from me, Um, but I think of it as my heart actually broke wide open, so that I can intensify the light that I have in me to spread light to help heal other people. I don't think of it as my heart broke. We can all think of a broken heart, but I I think my heart broke wide open. I I acknowledge my powers. I have since tried it on others. Um, I'm starting to try it on pets, and and it works. People people get better. People feel better when just when I'm in the room and I don't even say anything because I just, I have these amazing gifts that, um, that I kept quiet for a super long time. Well, we are glad that you're not
1: keeping them quiet anymore. Um, you know, Lori and I, part of what we talk about in these podcasts is, is the power of, of our minds and how we really don't, we aren't taught at a young age how powerful we are. You know, there's, until you start doing some inner work and until you start being really open to the possibilities, um, I just don't think you understand. And, And that's where, you know, six years ago, I think both of us, we dabbled a little bit. And I think we were a little more open even back way back when, but six years ago, where we were and where we are now only has to do with the fact that we opened our mind and we understood that we have power and that's a God given power. That is, you know, yes. it, it didn't happen. Everybody has it. Um, Absolutely. So to, hear you, to hear you say that you've kind of always known, but then, but then used it for something this amazing and this miracle. Um, and now that you're, you're able and willing to start helping other people with it is amazing.
2: And I think to myself, so, I worked with Jack Canfield for a while and I'd sit in his office and I would, I would walk through my healing with him and he was like, wait a minute, you did what? Why have you not told me this? And I go, I don't know. I didn't really talk about it with very many people, even when it first happened. So, but, I, but in my mind, I'm, I would say like, well, can I help others? Can I heal others? He goes, possibly. I'm like, okay. Well, can I teach other people how to heal themselves? He's like, possibly. And he just kept saying that he would I go, you are not any help whatsoever. You're like my angels. We're not going to tell you, and so you know you have to test it out yourself, right? But if that's possible, then what else is possible? I mean, I I, I totally believe in the mindset, and and I put things out there and manifest things. I manifested something recently, um, and it only took me like thirty five minutes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and so, like, if you believe in it, if you that's the other thing about this is if I wouldn't have listened to that voice we all get messages, we all get nudges, we all feel something pit in our stomach, like listen to, listen to the whispers, right, Um, if I wouldn't have listened, I, I would have had dead heart tissue right now, and you know,
0: yeah, and I think it's, I think it's, we do get messages, and initially, it is whispers, and for anything, for any kind of growth that we're supposed to experience in this lifetime. We get the whispers. And if we continue to ignore,
2: I feel <laughs> like your
0: your example is a good example of God will make sure you hear by doing something so extreme that you cannot not listen anymore. And I think right. there are some that have gone through things as traumatic as that, as, as almost dying like you you could have died from from yeah, what you experienced people do. and they still don't listen right but you were open enough to go okay I get it I'm, I'm hearing the message now <laughs> let's just go with it and see what happens and look right. at where I you think, are now I think
2: sometimes like we're afraid to f- to face the pain of the truth mm-hmm. the trauma yeah. you know uh the stress we're under right you can call it anything you want but it's within that space of honoring the truth is where we grow.
0: Yeah, you know, that that's is such liberated. a great thing. Is we all do that. We it's very hard to look at what's not working, and Tanya <laughs> ha, and I have talked about that quite a bit from little things all the way up to really big things. It's hard, it's hard to look at what's not working because then once you know. You got to make a decision of yeah, it differently, or else sitting in that in what's not working, and right. it's it's a hard thing for us to do. But that's how we grow and heal and and improve. Yeah.
2: yeah, I I think of healing this way. I did like an acronym kind of thing. I like those kinds of things. But to me, heal H E A L. Um, first, you start with a healthy mindset. Um, And then your environment, your environment is so important. Our environment at home, our car environment, our environment where we work, like you got to clean it up. You have to get rid of those things you're tolerating. But that one little thing that's broken and you just keep walking by it, you don't think it's affecting you, but it really is. And once you fix it and it takes 15 minutes and you're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize what that was like, that I was. Every time I walk by it, I'm thinking about it and I'm being negative, right? You got to stay in the positive, but, um, and being authentic, being authentic with your words, with your thoughts. Um, and the big one is to heal. You have to let go. You have to let go. One of the ways I let go is, um, I do cord cutting. Have you ever heard of that? Mm
1: -hmm. We have. Yeah. But I don't know that some of our guests probably have not. So would you mind?
2: No, absolutely. So, um, we all, like attach ourselves to other people, um, people that we like, and we don't even do it consciously. We don't do it on purpose. Um, and you really have to, you know, your kids, your, your, your parents, your, your friends, whatever, right. Um, your, your lover, your husband, whatever. Um, and so I, it's a visualization and you can take anything you want. Um, Archangel Michael has this really big, powerful sword. Um, If you don't know about the Archangels, I recommend looking them up because especially him, he's super powerful. Um, So he has a big sword. You can use a hacksaw, you can use a chainsaw, you can use a dainty pair of sewing scissors, it doesn't matter. Um, But so I visualize, we'll we'll use Archangel Michael. So thanks for coming in and helping us cut cords. Always thank them. So you start at like the bottom left of your foot and you go all the way up your body and across your arm and this way and up over your head and across your arm and under your arm and down your side, across the bottom of your feet, it's all visual. You take that sword and go up between both of your legs, across the top of your head, a big huge sword from, from above your head all the way down and then push it, like push the cords away and do it on the back of your head too. So above your head, all the way down your back, super strong, super hard, cut the cords, And push them all the way like get rid of them you don't want it like I just did that and I felt better like there was a cord attached to me from somebody and it's not it's not negative it's like you know we're all energy and I I do energy work and energy shifting and energy is an interesting thing like it's kind of like you know you have a dog and it leaves his hairs everywhere and sheds right we shed our energy so Maybe we went to our friend's house and we laughed to laugh for hours and it was so amazing. And then some of that energy is left behind. And maybe uh, somebody called and you got in a disagreement with them on the phone and and then that energy is left. So it's super important to, to cut cords and to clear the energy out of your spaces. And you can do that with sage or sandalwood. Um, anyone can reach out to me and I'll, I'll explain how to do it. Anybody can do it. And it's just Super important that we stay as a being, just us. I visualize, I put protection on every day. So mine is a rubber wetsuit. And I, you know, visually put on those legs and zip up the back and put on the hood and the mask and the goggles and like all over my body. And then I say out loud, anything that comes at me will bounce off and sent back with love. Because I don't want to spread bad energy in the world. Like even if something negative comes at me, somebody, the other day, you, I was changing lanes and I didn't see the person next to me. But as soon as I did, I heard him honk and I got back in my lane. You know, everyone makes mistakes. He slowed down and yelled at me and ripped his out, fist out the window. And I'm just smiling and I'm like, sorry, I, I, it was an accident. I didn't mean to, right? But that energy, you know, I don't, I don't want any of that. So if that <laughs> comes at me, It bounces off me and sends it back with love.
1: When I'll tell you my experience with cord cord cutting, I was going through a very tough time, divorce, kids, like there was, there was a lot. And it was my first experience hearing about it. And it was probably four years, four or five years ago. And I remember just feeling this heavy feeling like this stuck and I'd heard about it and I had never really done it or even, you know, and it's so easy. Now I do it probably not as much as I should, but you reminded me of that means I'm going to do it again today. Um, But I remember listening to a podcast and this is when I had to go into the office every day and I was sitting in my my certain spot at at Starbucks parking lot, drinking the Starbucks, writing in my journal. And I was listening to a podcast and she talked about cord cutting and I thought, okay, this is twice in a week. (laughs) I turned the radio off, I put my stuff down and I literally did what you just said. I visualized myself with scissors, cutting all the cords that were holding on to me that didn't belong to me, that I didn't need, that weren't mine, that had nothing to do with me, that had a lot to do with me, but still weren't mine. And I remember like cutting those cords and then visualizing them just falling away, like, like, like dead, um, like dead leaves. And just mm-hmm. felt them kind of drop to the ground, and then I wish them good goodwill. And and right. I remember thinking to myself when I first started the process of that, it took five minutes. Um, thinking, okay, this is so silly. Like, what am I doing? And then I was like, okay, but if I don't believe it, it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna work. That's right. And so I regrouped and started over, and I did it. And I will tell you that. It probably took ten minutes, and I remember driving the rest of what you know, the rest of the way to work. And by the time I got parked and went to get out, and I usually do a couple of minute, um, or I did a couple of minute um, meditation before I got out of my car in the mornings. And I went to sit back to kind of meditate, and I was like, "Holy moly!" Like I feel so much lighter. Um, and then I was, of course, and I was like, "Well, all right." Then things like this work, and so that was my experience. And. I think it's so simple, but not a lot of people, especially probably our listeners, have heard of it. And if you have, like me, I don't do it
2: enough. Right. And also, like, for people that are listening, like, try it and then, like, write in the comments, like, how did it make you feel? Or or if you have uh, questions about it, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll all be happy to answer the questions.
0: Yeah, when you were talking about it, I've seen um, almost like pictures or cartoons where like a normal person, we're going through life, but all these things are sticking to us. So the, the <laughs> children in the morning that are crying because they don't want to put pants on and the, you know, <laughs> your, your husband yelled at you before you left and then somebody, you got in traffic and somebody did like they did to you and all these things are like stuck to you. And I've seen these cartoons where it looks like somebody is just like, they can barely walk because they're just yeah. so heavy with the weight of the world the weight of the world, the weight of the energy of others that they have picked up along their day. So it seems like that could be something. What does it hurt to try that? You know, hey, <laughs> because all I, of or, us do that.
2: Or even visually imagine um, like that wetsuit or whatever, right? Those are all the things that happen. And imagine it just melting off of you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And, and I would send things to the center of the universe because I don't want them to attach to anybody else.
0: Who may be standing
2: next to me and not know what I'm doing? True, right?
1: <laughs> like what? Well, I'll say Lori's really good about protecting her energy, Um, and we talk about it because she's in a lot of meetings with people that she really doesn't know, and there's just so many dynamics to a lot of what she does in her day job. And so, um, and you've got a couple of techniques, Lori, that you've used. You know, mine is the Bellagio fountain. Like, if I know I'm going to be somewhere, sometimes I picture myself standing in the middle of that fountain and all the water like shooting up and I can still see everybody and they can still see me and a good time is still had by all but that water protects me and just deflects all of their stuff so that's kind of my my protection but Lori does a couple of things that, that yeah really I've done I've
0: done armor like a shield of armor I've done like a almost like an egg of light so like yes. <laughs> an egg thinking about an egg is sort of oval and it I do that too your it's- whole body yeah. yeah, and those those two help, and it, like, literally takes less than a minute, right, before you get Absolutely. out of your car going into a room of people. Yeah. I
2: think of, so pink is a color of love, and blue is a, is a super powerful, strong color, um, so I think of that, that egg or even a big circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll think of a big pink ball, and I take my hands, and I open it up, and I step inside, and then it seals behind me, and then I'm, so same thing, I'm in the ball, I'm in the egg. Um, sometimes for extra, I'll put a blue coating like a M&M, like over the pink. Mm-hmm. And then it's like with love, but super strong. Nobody can penetrate it. Um, yeah, I, I also use a shield of armor. Um, and it's, I just use the vest of metal. Um, and then I like hit my chest where the where the clasps are, right? Like I physically do this so I can feel mm-hmm. it. And we were at an art festival in Madison, Wisconsin um, last month for a wedding and I'm walking through and there's this piece of art and it's my shield. It's the (laughs) exact shield that I have visualized. I'd never seen it. Um, and it turns out it's Athena's shield. So, you know, those connections. Also
0: crystals. So I've used, um, hematite. I don't know if y'all have used anything different, but hematite, it sort of looks shiny and black. Sometimes I'll feel called to put that in my bra or put on a bracelet and, usually something happens that day that I, I realize later, oh, I, I probably need yeah. be protected. I always
2: have crystals around me. <laughs> this is amethyst, super, super healing. Um, and I too wear them in my bra um, because it was cute. I, I gave, I make jewelry uh, for fun mm-hmm. and I was at a jewelry show and, <laughs> and a friend of mine, um, I had I had rainbow moonstone crystal, like just all over the table, just as a decoration. And I kept giving them out to people and telling them what it meant. And they were like, None of them knew what it meant. None of them knew about crystals, which is always so much fun. Um, and so about two weeks later, I was over at a, a friend's house. I stopped by for a glass of iced tea, and her husband comes out. They were going out for the evening, and he goes, guess what I have in my pocket? And he pulls out his rainbow moonstones. I was like, yay!
1: <laughs> well, and, and we had this conversation with um, Donna Brown that we, her podcast um, is, is prior to yours, when we did an interview, and she, that's her that's her art of genius and she's crystal, you know, she's our stone woman. Um, And it was kind of, I think our first introduction to our podcast listeners own energy um, and own the power of the things, you know, energy as a whole, we talk some about it in some of our other ones, but I think that talking to folks like you, where it really is, we've been there with you, we've seen it, we've experienced it. We didn't know anything about it six years ago. So us, coming this far along and having experienced and watched your journey and hearing your stories and knowing that we love and trust you like we do, there's no question, right? There's just no question. And so I think for our listeners, especially what we're talking about truly is just energy. Um, And it's, it's there for us and it's powerful. And all we have to do is figure out how to, how to use it.
2: How to access it. One thing that I do that's really easy for for beginners. There's a whole there's whole series on tapping, um, and I have narrowed it down to one thing. And so, if my energy is super low, I think about it like Pigpin in in uh, Charlie Brown. Um, You know, that it's like there's dirt all around him, and like your energy's down at your ankles. You don't want your energy to be down at your ankles because what we are, we attract. So we do not want to be attracting those you know, Linus's into our life. Um, and so you've got to raise your energy as high as you can. Like I think of my energy, like up here right now. And if it's not, if you're feeling down, if you're, if you're depressed, look, I suffer from depression sometimes. We all, you know, we all deal with things, um, but it's the tools in our toolbox that we pull out. We're in those moments. And so for me, tapping, all I do is I put my hands like this and do this. And for those of you so who are raise.
1: listening, it's it's putting your palms palms up, and then bumping the two hands together on the sides with your palms, your, you know, your, your
0: pinkies. You know your pinkies matching, and you're and
2: you're hitting. You yeah. can be driving with one hand. I don't, you know, I'm not recommending driving with one hand, but and then you take your other hand, that pinky part, the side of your hand, and hit it on the steering wheel, and you can say things like. I know my energy is is low right now, but I'm raising my vibration. I'm raising my energy. I want my energy to be as high as it can. You can do the same thing if somebody says something that's bothering you. Um, Think of yourself, you're out to dinner uh, and someone just says the wrong thing and it just hits you, just hits you, right? Um, You can take your hands underneath the table where no one can see you. And, and do the same thing, like hit your hands and go, that didn't bother me. I'm fine. I'm bigger than that. Um, I'm okay. I'm in this moment. Um, every once in a while, I'll do that, and my husband will look at me and go, okay, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> they know as well. Yeah, they
0: do, don't they? You've just dropped um, so many nuggets today. <laughs> I know. like, everyone will <laughs> have to go back and listen myself I'm like oh my gosh okay I gotta incorporate this practice and this practice because all of them together I could see um really just making your day the best it can be you know just doing all these things and as things as life happens during the day pulling out one of those tools from the toolbox that you've shared with us today so it's been awesome exactly,
2: exactly. and I think you know there is a, um, a Benedictine monk that I love, and I don't know if you've heard about him, but his name is Brother David Steindl Rast, R-A-S-T, and he has a website called gratefulness.org. Um, he counted in the Bible how many times it says, fear not, because a lot of us live in fear, um, and, and there's power in that, and you have to break through the fear, and, and it's at 364 times in the Bible it says, fear not. That's one for every day. That was a very deep message for me. Like, wait a minute, we are not supposed to live in fear. We're not supposed to be afraid of fear. Fear stops a lot of people. But if you just walk through it and go, fear not, I'm not going to be in fear. I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to feel the fear and I'm just going to do it anyways. I think that if, if anybody gets a message, that's the most important. Message. Absolutely. And,
1: and we fear so many things, right? I mean, some days I fear getting out of bed. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's not even whatever your day is ahead. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's not even the big fears. It's just sometimes the daily and, and you're right doing it anyway, walking through it and and the other side of it and the end of that day. Um, and then the tools that you just talked about, you know, the things, the protecting your energy, the cutting the cords, the raising your vibration, um, the harnessing, what's out there for us. I mean, for me, the, the driving piece you talked about, about the driver being upset with you, sending love and light to things that, that are, are shining on you negatively, um, you know, all of those little tools, truly, you break one out one time a day, even just one. And it's that yes. simple. And they, they're, they're second minutes to actually do. And you, I promise you, I promise you, you will raise your vibration and feel instantly better. And, and they're just small things that these are the tools that we, they have gotten us, that have helped our journey. And these are the things, and we're so grateful that that's what we're talking about and sharing with our people today. And they're getting it from somebody else who uses them today, every day too. <laughs> yeah. We do like see- to
0: ask, Jackie, yeah. um, what's one thing that you it's a, can't compromise on, I've got to do this every single day, and you really feel like it has transformed your life, that maybe could be another take, well, you've given so many, but another takeaway for our audience? <laughs>
2: um, living in gratitude. Uh, before I, when I wake up, before I open my eyes, I, and sometimes I do it in the middle of the night when I wake up and I can't go back to sleep, it helps me go back to sleep. I just think of five things that I'm grateful for. Um, and I try to make them not the same thing every day, because when you live in that space, gratitude and love are the highest energy that you can live in. Um, and you can be grateful for anything. You can be grateful. You have a bed. If you have one, you can be grateful that you have a choice of food in the refrigerator. There are millions of people that have one thing in the refrigerator to eat or nothing. So if you have multiple choices, we're really living a great life. And you could be grateful for the person, um, you know, that cut the lawn or uh, the person who installed the carpet in your house. I mean, you really, you can get down to like, it doesn't, people go, well, I, I only have two things to be grateful for. And then I give them other ideas. Like I try to keep my tools simple so that I, I call it like, if a kindergartner can get it, then anyone can get it.
1: Yeah. Well, and before we wrap up, we would love for you to talk about some of the work that you do, um, how our people can find you, um, you know, what what you have, what offerings you have for for people, if, if any of our listeners want to reach out and, and have a, a session with you.
2: Absolutely. So my, um, my website is my name, and it's spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E, B-O-O-K.com and uh, I love to make phone conversations with people and there's a link to my Calendly if you wanna have a 15 minute conversation, just click it and we'll talk. also when you're on my website, if you're there for a minute or two, it'll pop up and, and say, would you like to have a little bit of healing in your life? Cause I do healing with my clients and meditations and there's a, a healing meditation. I think it's a waterfall and I change it all the time. So there's a meditation and all you do is put your, your email on there and it gets emailed to you. And I don't, I have people that email me every day because you're on their websites and I get that. I have never actually sent an email out to the people on my website. So you're not gonna be bombarded. I may do it soon, so, um, but you're not gonna be bombarded. And, you know, I'm just—I'm so grateful to be here. I'm working on a um, affirmation card deck. I love card decks, um, and I've got the artwork done. And I'm—I'm going to go to a local printer today and have them do a do a run, so they'll be
0: available on my website soon too. I can't awesome. wait. I'll, I'm also going to find a link for your jewelry because I have several pieces of your jewelry. <laughs> and when when Jackie's been talking today about energy and. Um, The healing energy that she was able to heal her heart with. You can feel that in the pieces of jewelry that you buy from Jackie. And it just, it it almost is like that protective energy. Like when I put that necklace on, I'm like, I'm good to go today. Like I've got Jackie's love around my neck.
2: (laughs) It's called Jackie Christine Designs. So my name, Jackie Christine Designs. Um, You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram. We'll put and again, I don't notes. bombard you with too much, but
1: we'll, we'll put those and all that in the show notes too. So people can, can just scroll down So if you're on our podcast and not YouTube, we'll put it in YouTube as well, but if, if you can scroll down you should be able to find the links. Um, so listen, we are, we are just so, we're so grateful for your friendship on a personal level. We are so grateful for you sharing um, your abilities, your talents, um, your genius with us and with our listeners. You know, I think that Lori and I would not be where we are. And I'm speaking for Lori, but I know she believes it too. If we did not have and cross paths and have friends in our life like you, that really, you know, it, it, it's law of attraction. We, we put ourselves in a space in a place to find you um, and, and for God to put you in our path. And we are so grateful for that.
2: Thank you I feel exactly the same way I love talking to you girls and uh, and I love what you're doing I mean if, if, if you're not in the positive vibe tribe Facebook group yet you need to join because it is an amazing and it's not just uh, Tanya and Lori putting content in there the whole community puts content in there every day and I just love all the different aspects of it it's just it's amazing. And, and you know, you guys are helping heal the world and that's my goal. I want to help heal the world. The world is in a lot of pain. We've all been through a lot of trauma over the last couple of years. Not that we weren't before, but um, Takotsubo cardiomyopathy is being diagnosed twice as much now as it ever has been before. That says something.
0: Absolutely. Oh, you awesome. are healing the world, Jackie, just by being you. And we are so, like Tanya said, She, you can talk for me all day long, Tanya. <laughs> You know me well enough to do that but um you know just for us to have been in your presence and then take that a step further to be really lifelong friends now like you're not ever getting rid of us so if you had any ideas of oh. that, you need to need to put those to the side no um, no no you're coming you. to visit <laughs> <laughs> now All it's right. on well, the recording so it's happening yes. yeah yeah So thank you so much, and we love you, and um, thank you for your time today. You're welcome. I love you both.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your
0: favorite podcast player. You can reach us at highernavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R navigation.com. Thanks for listening.